Oh, hello there. This is How to Die Alone. Hey guys, it's the How to Die Alone podcast. I'm one of your hosts as always, Stephen Henry. To my right, again, 15 miles away, it's Mr. Matt Carter. What up? What up? Yeah. We are on Prison Planet, and to my north, by about 30 miles, it's the big grumbly bear himself, David Wayne. Yeah, we here, baby. The Twitch champion. But I think by the end of the coronavirus, he'll have finally escaped Tarkov. Um, Let's hope so. Yeah, what, then, is, uh, what is... I don't, I don't know. It's, what, just a, it's a video game. Well, I figured <laughs> that. I didn't think you were actually trapped in a place called Tarkov. Yeah, it's David, in Russia. I have to try to get out every week. It's like David's been, he's been in Tarkov. It's a reality show. Um, it's a it's a game made by Russians where you do these raids and you go in with like equipment and you know they have extracts in in the map. So like if you spawn on the west side of the map, your extracts going to be on the east. Right on the east side, your extracts on the west, and you get gear, gun, loot, ammo, and it's very realistic. To, it's one of the most realistic things. Like your ammo type means a lot because there's some that are more armor pen. There's ones that do flesh damage. Blah it blah seems, blah. It seems anyway, like a whole lot of work and equipment. To it is, and it's scary because like when you die, you <laughs> feel, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing. They're the Russian Tarkov game, and they're very like it's very intense because like if you die, you lose that gear that you had on you. Wow. So, so it's like you cam a lot. Yeah, so, and you start with rubles, it's a whole thing. Anyway, we got to introduce someone else. We have a yeah. guest. We, oh, we occasionally have guests on the show. Uh, we, we're going to be doing a lot more of it while we're in Prison Planet. Um, our guest this week, uh, he he just he just rejoined us from finishing college, is Mr. Sean Harper. Long-time Woo! listener, first-time caller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, we, we've been wanting to have you on for a while, Sean. It's a... Uh, Oh, I appreciate that. Wanted to be on. Yeah. Since, uh, since day one. Since day one. I was your first you, listener. Well, it had to be somebody. Yeah. I didn't even do I'm, comedy yet. I was just a fan. This is what got me into comedy, believe it or not. We still yeah, don't do right. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to the You're podcast. So He's like, I could do this. <laughs> I'm good. I easily. I could easily. That big, dumb, <laughs> that big, dumb, hairy bear guy can do this thank shit. You got, thank God you got rid of that other guy. He he sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody liked Matt Williams. Yeah, um, all, all he did was laugh. We upgraded to a new Matt. You know? I, I didn't realize how heavily the podcast relied on Simpsons references <laughs> until Matt Williams was gone. I know. I never felt so alone. Now that I'm the only one with them, it's yeah. Now it's just like several times an episode, you just leave Davey and I very confused, <laughs> rambling, yeah, like a madman. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We've we've pivoted to Seinfeld references. I don't know if you've noticed that, Sean. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I uh, I can throw a couple of those out too. I like Seinfeld. Yeah. I uh, I was at a bar right before I graduated college, and. Uh, there was like some nineteen. Fake idea and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one of those places. It was like a, a younger kid bar doing like the. It was Pokies. Yeah, it was pretty much Pokies in Tallahassee. And he was like, damn right. It's like I said, her name's Dimitri, and he's like, yes. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. duh. 
<laughs> there was some like there was some like freshman chick and she had a a Seinfeld T-shirt on and uh, I was talking to her for a little while and uh, I made a sponge worthy joke and she looked at me she's like what what the fuck are you talking about I'm like uh, you know sponge worthy like Seinfeld and she points at her at her shirt and she goes this is Seinfeld I was like yeah this is time for me to graduate I'm too old to be here. Oh, like she didn't even get the SpongeWorthy reference. She, she had clearly never seen Seinfeld. Did, oh, did she yeah. not know it was a Seinfeld shirt? I don't. I don't know. It's just, you were like, you're like, now I want you to take off that shirt for a completely different reason. Like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> we're past sex now. I'm just angered. I'm gonna hate fuck you. Get you a Big Bang Theory shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's more your speed there. Get her a young Sheldon. I mean, hey, I would have been in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Young Sheldon, you've definitely been in there. Oh, I've man. seen people. It's like I think Todd Barry's got a bit about that. Where like these dads will like dress their kids up with like dead Kennedy shirts, and he's like, they have no idea what that is. Like you're you know forcing your punk rock onto them. About the what's crazy about the Young Sheldon thing is uh, I have I have that bit where I say I look like Young Sheldon. I'd actually never gotten Young Sheldon. I'd gotten Sheldon, uh, and then. A couple weeks ago, we were at Pokies, and that girl yelled out "Young Sheldon" at me, and uh, I was very ready for it. But I gotta admit, it stung. It, it kind of stung. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoy Pokies. You're one of my like <clears throat> most beloved patrons there, and you don't you have fun with the crowd. Like you understand what it's about. A lot of comics don't even come there, and when they do, they sometimes they don't even go up; they just leave. So you at least get it. You're like, yes, this is gonna be horrible but the next time i bomb somewhere i won't feel as bad because it's not as bad as pokies and that's what pokies is it sets the low bar <laughs> it that's could be pokies i gotta go I to pokies more i started going there originally because i lived at the time like a mile away uh, and it was the only mic i could go drink at and then uh i just got addicted i love pokies it's my it's my second home yeah i live too far away to justify it What's up? You said you is the only mic you could drink at what? Because you were underage. No, because I time? didn't have to drive. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to drive. I was like, what? I thought you were older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just need a spot you can drink and walk home too. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd get drunk and I'd take those e scooters sometimes. Oh, you, you just have a bird scooter outside your house. Yeah, I would. Uh, man, I I would get drunk and then I'd drive those things home and I'd park it and I you have to take a picture of it to make sure that you didn't like fuck with it and then I would take a picture and then I'd kick it over <laughs> like a true American like a <laughs> true American well there was I saw there's just like an Instagram or something dedicated to those things getting fucking destroyed like people like light them on fire and because they don't like them because it takes away because the guy that owns Uber is the one that came up with one of them so it takes away from like people working actual Uber drivers so now they can just zip around on that thing my, uh, there's a video of my roommate throwing one off of the uh, bridge to Harbor Island into the water, and uh, I was kind of jealous that it wasn't me because that would have definitely gone viral if he had let it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Well, did they fish it out and it worked like an AK-47? No. He threw <laughs> it into like 50-foot like deep water. Oh, was, okay. It, it was, was gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron had to retrieve it. <laughs> yeah. Down there, like a little submarine. <laughs> that sucks, though, dude. Because then now it's like you're gonna have to walk the rest of the way off the bridge. Like, oh god, he's gonna make a three-hour movie about the story of the bird scooter. 
<laughs> going to spend ten million dollars going to find it because he can. <laughs> That's like literally. How long ago did he make Titanic? And then, and then, literally, like two years ago, he was like, "No, we're going down for more." And he made another one, and he built like all these scale models to prove his theory of how the Titanic went down. And he literally, he like just manipulated all of the the variables. So that his theory on how the Titanic sank was right. He was just like, I'm so happy down there because my wife's not there. It's great. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> oh, so he just manipulated it like, you know, like a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of people manipulate all the variables until their theory of how the Titanic sank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how you do it. That's how you're right. It's not a conspiracy theory. If you pick the right pieces and put it together, it makes sense. The Neil deGrasse Tyson approach. That's right. The yeah. China virus. That's, that's what I was saying is that he picked certain. I was trying to relate it to the president, but it didn't go very well. Okay. Because Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson made a lot more sense. <laughs> not not my Neil deGrasse Tyson. Not mine. That's right. Not <laughs> my Neil deGrasse Tyson. Dude, oh. like his research didn't rape anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Did Neil deGrasse Tyson rape somebody? Yes. yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. It's all yeah. alleged, but let's oh. see. Let's see. Yeah, I'm sorry. Some but I, just really I, mean, I wasn't in the room, but, you know. It's, He's going to go get what you wish you were, right? 100%. No, I was yeah. kidding. You think he's smart enough to get away with it? You'd think. <laughs> well, he did for, like, you know, like 20 years. Well, if he... If he if he raped him in space for sure, but oh god, just imagine having to admit a steaming covered sweater vest into evidence. <laughs> well, I think they did in the Cosby trial. <laughs> they put a kooky sweater, and we got to admit this is Exhibit A. Yeah, as you can see, there were thirteen colors on the sweater, and now there's the the mysterious fourteenth color. Yeah, now it's an all white color. We don't when know. What you, when you when you unfold the sweater, it sounds like opening a craft single. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's a little known fact that Cosby only fucked with the sweater on. That was it. Sweaters and socks. It was really Donald Duck in it. Yeah, he just left those two on. Sleeves rolled down. He didn't get hot. He didn't run warm. It's weird. <laughs> when you get hot, you reach for the you so, Sean, how how you how, how, how you enjoying Tampa, huh? Uh, you yeah, having the comedy here? Are you having fun? Yeah, no, I, I love the comedy scene down here. Uh, it's great. You know, every, there's a lot of good comics. Uh, everybody's pretty supportive, uh, but they're not too supportive, which I like. Uh, Tallahassee was kind of like that. You know, not to throw not to throw shade at anybody, but I think I felt like they were a little too supportive of some people who probably shouldn't be. Uh, oh, well, they, we have those groups here, but we try to yeah. bash them down quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, emotional whack a roll. Uh, mm-hmm. I did a Chuck Terzian's open mic on Wednesday, the last uh, open mic before everything got shut down. And uh, he said, he was like, yeah, you know, every all the comics here are so supportive of each other. And I love it. And uh, they're all so nice to each other, you know, everybody. And I was in my head, I'm like, is that is that true? <laughs> yeah, is that how we're, that's just how we're perceived by the outside. Yeah. Well, and also, also some of the comics that go there, yeah, that makes sense. The comics that go there, I should say. <clears throat> but yeah. 
With exceptions here and there. Oh, I mean, the like when I go, Harper tried to fight Patrick Welsh. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> Patrick Welsh tried to fight me. Yes. I mean, we're going to get into it. Yeah, uh, and you were like, "Nah, dude. yeah, get into it." Yeah. What happened? Well, pretty uh, much we what are. happened was I, oh, we're hashing it out. We're hashing it out. Yeah, well, yeah. you did. Look, look, we we gave you the soundbite up front of you saying, yeah, everyone's great in Tampa. We're going to clip that out. That's what we're going to use for motion. But now, now, the real Patreon part begins where we get into the dirt, and we want to hear the dirt. <laughs> we want to hear that sweet dirt. Give me that Miles the Crew documentary. Well, let me preface this by saying, you know, me and Patrick have no problems. Uh, I apologize to him. We're all good. I have no yeah. ill will toward Patrick. But, uh. We were at uh, Bula Cavananda, Chuck's Tuesday mic, and uh, I went on after uh, Patrick, and he ran the light, which is fine. You know, it's uh, Chuck is pretty lenient with the light. Uh, it's not a big deal. And I normally wouldn't have said anything, uh, but what got me is he ended his set by saying, oh, I want to do this next joke, but I'm, I've got the light, and I want to be respectful of everyone else's time. So all I did is when I got up on the mic, I just said, hey, give it up for Patrick for being respectful of everyone else's time. And that just set him off. He just kind of started yelling at me from the audience. Uh, He said that he didn't run the light. And so I said, well, then if you didn't run the light, thank you for being respectful of everyone's time. And then that just kind of upset him even more. And we got into it. It devolved into like a whole back and forth shit talking thing. Uh, and then he said, why don't you just start being funny? And I said, okay. And I just went straight into material, started getting laughs and then he left. And that was, that was it. And I then, apologize yeah. to him. After. Yeah. And then you got I, your I laugh and then there. you got off stage. Yeah. Once, once he left, uh, I was, I was pretty pissed. I didn't really want to be there to begin with anyway. Uh, well, you're like, I proved my point already. He left yeah, angry. Uh, he's, he's in there punching the steering wheel in his car. He's going to go home and kick his cat. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I knew what, you know, walking up there, I knew that I shouldn't say it. I had the thought of this. Don't say that, but I just said it anyway. I couldn't help it. Uh, but yeah, that happened. Uh, and it's, it's gotten around, I guess. So a lot of people have been asking me about it. Yeah, you're yeah, you're never going to work in this town again after taking down that power broker. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I got to move back to Tallahassee. Yeah, Patrick Welch's going to have no, not a single mic left in town where he can ask his questions. I mean, tell his jokes. <laughs> <laughs> fun, <laughs> fun brand of interrogation comedy. <laughs> oh, uh, Patrick rhetorical Welsh. <laughs> That's how he gets brought to the stage, right? I don't know. No, I love that. These comics, like, they don't, I don't know. Like, he feels because he's, I don't know if it's he's doing it a long time or he's older, but he just, there's some kind of, like, undeserved respect that he thinks he should get. I mean, I get that because I feel that sometimes, too, for sure. But I don't, I usually check it and be like, Dave, what are you talking about? You're not, you're an idiot. Like, you know what I mean? You got to know where you're at, like, realistically. And he's not very good. I mean, I've seen him have good sets, but I've seen him bomb more than do good. And at the bottom of this, at the bottom of this, it's, it's an open mic in front of maybe eight people. Who gives a fuck? Like, this is wild. Well, I don't blame him entirely for uh, for coming back. I mean, because any forty year old man uh, that just takes shit from me without questions 
I got I have some questions for him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, That's true. You're probably like, wait a minute. Get off? Do I remind you of your son and he just steamrolls you? Like, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> Sean's like, when I get off this stage, you're getting noogies, old man. I mean, you also, <laughs> while we're just on the... There's the, fucking Pop-Tarts. Better be ready. <laughs> while we're talking shit, it's just like sometimes you'll see comics that pop up at the Kava rooms and then you're like, I haven't seen you at like a, I, what I guess a mainstream mic in forever. Like you don't go to clubs. Mm-hmm. You don't like, you're not, you know, I don't know. Yeah, they do well, the mixed mic, or they do the obscure rooms, or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, really There's this bananas concept that some people have that, like, oh, I don't want to go to the mainstream mics because I don't want to perform in front of comics. I'm like, what are you, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> yeah, this isn't and, New York. And people do comedy down here for different reasons. Like some people do comedy because you know they're very motivated, and this is something that they think they could make their entire life and some people just do comedy because it's like oh it's like my little hobby that i like to do the hang the hobbyists yeah um so there's nothing wrong with that either but it's like at least at least like you know don't lie about how much time you did like if you're scheduled for 10 and you go up there as a hobbyist so to say and you do 17 that's fucked up you know what i mean because you're taking away from other people who actually want to try to do this my thing is, if you don't got material and you're not working on something in the craft, why are why the fuck are you going to be up there more than the time? Or like, why are you going to be up there to the amount of the time? Yeah, yeah. If your whole set is just asking questions and then riffing on it, that's I don't. Like, nothing I don't drives me crazier at mics than when people say, "Well, that's all I had." Uh, let's see, what else should we talk about? I'm like, D- get off the stage. Yeah. What do you guys want to talk about? And it's like, yeah. Uh, the other comics want to talk about their jokes and the stuff they practiced. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of the way. I want to talk about how you're about to walk this crowd. <laughs> yeah, on, on Flying Boat on Sunday, I kind of did that. It was uh, it was just comics there, and I... You're I one of those couple, people. No, I had a, I had a couple... <laughs> well, no, I, I, I didn't do all my time, because I had a couple jokes that were kind of newer that I wanted to work on, and then I thought about... Um, I had added a tag to that long condom story I had, but I thought I don't really want to tell you know a seven minute bit uh, that everyone's heard a bunch of times just to try to sneak in one new tag there. So I did like four minutes and I was like, oh, that's just that's my time. I'm just gonna I don't want to waste anybody else's time. Let's keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's what you're supposed to be respectful of yeah, people's time. I, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I learned very respectful, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he, he's a nut. We had him on, and he yeah he's pretty he's pretty nuts. So you guys had him on. Oh yeah, one of our earlier episodes. He's been on. I think he was one of our first guests. I think no, so. We did, did Jorge. It was like Jorge and him. We did it at Matt's fucking clubhouse. Elijah was the fairy first. Elijah first, and Jorge, and I think, and then him. Yeah. Well, this is like when we used to record in Newport Ritchie, and he lived, me and Matt both lived in Newport Ritchie at the time, and so did uh, Patrick, so it kind of worked out, so Stephen was the only one that had to come over, and it was all portable, we couldn't do it in a lot, a lot. we couldn't do it in Matt's apartment, because it, Elijah ruined that for us, because <laughs> he just shit on the apartment the entire time, 
And then so his match roommates like, yeah, no more guests here. So then we had to do it in the clubhouse at the apartment. So people like walking in, studying, and we're talking some crazy shit, and then they just turn around and leave. It was, yeah, they tell us we can't kick people out, and it's like we're not doing that. No, they're kicking themselves out when they hear us go into fucking murdering cops and slitting their throats in their sleep <laughs> and shit. Well, that was nuts. That was that was Patrick specifically. That's something Patrick specifically said, like legit said, and then we're all like, "Ah, that's funny, Patrick," trying to give him a way out, and he's like, "No, I'm serious." And we're like, "What the fuck <laughs> did we just invite on our podcast?" Yeah, I don't know. I I'm not fond of cops either. I I don't know if I would go. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just make them lose their jobs. I don't know. I'd spread dirt, nasty rumors about them. <laughs> Fuck their well, wives, like you know. any, Yeah, any of us knew, like, you know, what you know, each other, so we were still kind of all, like, learning at the same time. Yeah. yeah we were learning our bodies. Wild, it yeah. was, like, summer camp. Yeah, we're exploring. We're you learning know, how our bodies work. Davey was humping the size of the bed, like, the corner. He was really getting at it. Oh, yeah. There was a stool in there. I remember that stool. <laughs> Reminded me of the stage. God, dude, I want to get up, man. This sucks, dude. We need to fucking, like, figure this shit out fast. Because <laughs> wasn't there... There was a show that Matt, like... Well, I just want to fuck a stool. But, like, Matt said he was supposed to do a show, and then it got canceled, right? <laughs> and that was, like... Yeah, Matt and I were supposed to be in a Panama City yeah. on Thursday, and it got canceled. And uh, I had to eat a hundred dollars on that Airbnb. Oh, you couldn't get it back? No, no. I tried to uh, get in touch with them to cancel it, and I couldn't get a hold of anybody. Damn! What a day! Yeah, a lot of people are uh, was coming. Oh yeah, hundred percent. A lot of people are losing money right now. It's it's a tough economy. Yeah, it's a good thing we got uh, yeah. Sean Harper on to talk about it. <laughs> it was a great segue. <laughs> Effortless, really. This isn't our first episode. Yeah, you guys, you guys <laughs> know about the economy. I I'm more or less, I watch it as a spectator. I just I'm screaming at the addresses when they're trying to talk about like, oh, well, we need to do means testing. Oh, these people shouldn't get it. Those people shouldn't get it. I'm like, all of that's admin. It's going to slow it down. Just give the fucking money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, any, what testing? What do you mean? Like for the virus? No, no, for the for the income of the people who might get uh, payouts, because like the fucking oh, wait, so the Democrats, the Democrats on, want about, to, uh, sorry, the Democrats want to cap it. They want okay. to say like if you make over eighty, you don't get shit. And the fucking Republicans want to like have the lower, like they want to have a floor and be like, well, if you make under forty, you don't get shit. And I'm like, you're all assholes. Just give money. What if you make, like, just if you make under, 40? under 40? Oh, they're saying that, like, ah, you wouldn't have gotten it anyway. Well, because they're saying, well, it's not fiscally responsible because they're not paying enough into the into the Jesus tax coffers. It's, it's all this silly shit. Like, the guy was, like, saying, like, he doesn't want to give it because the same-sex marriage part of it, yeah. like, where they're going to give those benefits. That's what? one of the things where they like, dude, like, what, like, it's not 1988... No, it's it's an unprecedented pandemic response, and they're like, "Well, how can we game this shit and make political football of it?" And it's like, just give the fucking money. Like, wow. So they're like, they're like a fucking divorce couple fighting over the kid at Christmas on who, like, to impress more or something. Well, the wild thing is, it's all of our money to begin with. It's just like when people are like, "Oh, taxis!" I'm so excited. It's like it was already your money. 
Like, you overpaid. That's why you're getting it back. Yeah, you should have just got that in the first place. <laughs> yeah, if you claim your dependents right and you fucking file correctly, you don't get that much back at the end of the year because you don't have that much taken out. Yeah, that's how I do it. I got to game it that yeah, way. Yeah, that's I what I did when, like, for all the cooks. The accountant at uh, the restaurant um, made it a point to, like, maximize our net. Yeah. Um, so at the, we yeah. wouldn't get much at the end of the year, but d- during the year when we needed that money, it was there. Well, so let me, let me learn you something about economics. There's a time value of money, and there's, like, basically you're giving them your money interest-free for, like, a year. Do you get it back at the end? Yeah. So it's like you're giving the government like a loan of your money. And then when they do shit like this with the stimulus, it's like you're just delaying a payout. Like you're yeah. being stubborn. And like the people need the money. They can't go to fucking work. You need to give them money. Yeah. You need to cover <laughs> their fucking rent for a month. You know? See, Steven has a master's in economics. I only have a bachelor's. So <laughs> he understands a little bit more than I do. We Dude, I don't even know. know my I don't even know my own economics. I couldn't even tell you how much money I have in the bank right now. What are you talking? Like you guys are way ahead of this than me. And I, uh, I, is that all? This is all. Did. Well, about the 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 stimulus checks or whatever you want to call them. Is that is that all economic shit though, or is that just? That's, that's, they're making like we don't want to. They they literally pulled one point five trillion dollars out of their asshole to save the the uh, like the stock market and. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, the Fed, but yeah. So they pulled that out. It's an economic. economic I guess that's true because it's being politicized. Yeah, it's economy, so it has to do with the economy. So okay. No, what Sean said is a hundred percent the case. So like, they're taking an economic thing that should just be a straight cash transaction, and they're turning into this political bullshit. Yeah. And like, Mnuchin is the Treasury Secretary, and he's just saying, "Give them the money." And me as someone who understands the background of it is saying, yes, just give them the fucking money. Because they're like saying, oh, well, we can expand unemployment. It's like, well, unemployment's means tested. You can't delay it that way because people need the fucking money now. Yeah, and plus yeah. people like me, I'm a private contractor, like on paper through the catering company. So I don't, I don't qualify for unemployment. But it's not even just that, though. You would have to basically staff the unemployment office to handle these claims, and you're going to have to have people calling in, sending in shit. Going through all their fucking W-2s and all that shit, right? There's going to be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people applying for it, and it's like, just send the fucking check. Like, that's all you have to do. Yeah, and they're yeah. Like the so they're trying, okay. The Marriott, they laid people off, but when they laid everybody off and they filed for unemployment, they were told they can't get it because they weren't technically laid off they were they were was was it a reduction in force yeah and they were considering they were considered each of those employees they were considering them zero they were on a zero hour schedule <laughs> that's what, what they said they're like you're not fired you're just not on the schedule ever. you just you just don't have hours you're just, you're just on a zero hour schedule you're like, oh, holy we're, shit we're not breaking out i just want your penis to be zero percent of the time <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. semantics, don't you? Yeah. Good God, dude, I didn't study semantics either. I don't know what <laughs> that's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, so that's how yeah, they were blocking just... unemployment by saying, "Like, we just don't need you right now. You're not fired." That's They're just like horrible. stringing them along. 
Yeah, and that's the thing is that these the billionaire companies are like you know the the WalMarts and all they're going to be fine. It's the mom and pop shit that's going to be fucked. Chili's is probably not going to go out of business. Applebee's, any of those places that are chains, you know. Those I mean? I'm talking. But Dunedin Brewery, a place that I love to go and has good food and good beer and it's a good hang. There, there's no other one. So it's like fuck, man. You know that's what I mean? Why, uh, if you know, for all the people out there listening, I've done this. You know, buy tickets to uh, the future shows at Side Splitters and make sure that they've got some money coming in for you know the next month or so while they're still closed. Because you want that to be there when you get when the yeah out. yeah. Like if you're a comic and if you're lo- well, a lot of our listeners are local, so or even if you're a fan of comedy, you want yeah. the the best club in the Tampa Bay area to still be around. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. If you live in the area, I don't think people in New York are going to buy tickets to a show they can't go to. Yeah. <laughs> they might. If they got money. Yeah, if you got money, dude, hit grab your dad's credit card and just stop listening right now. Go buy some tickets to There's show. There's some rich kid listening to this that can just buy his, his dad's credit card and just buy a thousand tickets. There was a, Easily. I, I used to work at a law firm uh, just as like a file clerk, and there was the son of the guy who was like the head partner he used to take his dad's credit card and he went to a Tampa prep, which is like a private school. He would leave in the morning from his house, go to the airport, buy a ticket to Connecticut, and he would go visit his girlfriend that he met on Xbox Live in Hartford, Connecticut, spend the day with her, fly back, and then come home for dinner and just pretend like he had been at school all day. And he did that about four or five times. And then finally his dad's secretary went up to him because she did like his finances like, hey, when did you go to Connecticut four times? And that's how the kid got bugged. Yeah, not when did you go to what? Connecticut? When did you go to Connecticut four times? <laughs> yeah, normally it's two, sir. You're up to four now. What's going on? Are you okay? Dude, that's fucking... I've skipped school before, but Jesus. Like, that's like skipping states. You're just like... He's like I'm going to skip the East Coast. This is so irresponsible, Jeremy. This is so irresponsible. I don't even get flyer miles off this shit. <laughs> yeah, stop buying these cheap ass spirit tickets. Let's get some <laughs> little nice, get some rewards on. I can't, so the day of he would get a flight that day. That's at least I don't know what year this was, but six seven hundred dollars probably. No son of mine's flying coach. Yeah, like how <laughs> do you know how much the tickets were each time? Uh, probably at least a few hundred dollars if he's just going to the airport and buying a ticket right mm. there. <laughs> And this was this was a few years ago, five or six years ago. I don't know if Spirit was even around back then. Uh, no, he's flying Delta. This kid's Delta. Allegiant, yeah. I've flown Allegiant <laughs> quite a few times. He was, he was commissioning a charter jet, like a little hop. <laughs> he's flying private. He's getting the... <laughs> yeah, let's pull up a fucking like Leering jet. A Leering jet. We'll be there. No, no, it's not Leering. Uh, Concord. <laughs> We'll be there in two hours. It's He's a, fucking whole ass. It's a jet that's actually all creepy <laughs> like that. <laughs> Shut up. I'm in a concourse. No, it's a weird jet. You're not wrong. It's, a weird, weird. <laughs> it's not a jet that leers. <laughs> hey, you I don't want to fly in that plane. It's looking at me funny. It's like, I'm not getting on that thing. <laughs> Did you see the way it taxied in? I don't like the way it was oh, circling. Like the, it had like me nervous. Jib. <laughs> the jet's jerking off in a ficus. It's being real weird. 
<laughs> oh, Weinstein um, Air. <laughs> I still... He had a private jet, didn't he? He had to have. Man, God, I, I'm sorry, I still cannot get over the lady that thinks this is chemical warfare engineered by China because they're still mad about Pearl Harbor. Are you still are you still looking at that on your <laughs> yeah, Facebook? I'm sharing it with people, and they're just they're dying. It's fucking crazy. I don't know. Sorry, I just got a notification. You mean they're dying laughing, or they're dying? <laughs> they're dying laughing, which is a better way to yes. go, uh, arguably. <laughs> I don't know who's arguing this. Oh, man. Sorry, guys, I got a sidetrack. No, no, it's. <laughs> Yeah, so so the uh, the economy, Sean, it's just like in free fall. It's pretty sweet, right? Oh yeah, I mean now's the time to to buy. I mean I uh, I got back in the market the other day. Uh, I'm down. I'll admit I'm down a little bit, but it'll go back up eventually. It's just all a matter of time about uh, how long you want to hold it. I, God, I've been I, really good about getting in. I'm really bad about selling. Yeah, you are. I. Uh, <laughs> I bought uh, I bought Tesla when it was trading at 178 over the summer, which was the lowest it's ever been until this day. Uh, and then I sold it at 188, and then uh, you know a couple months ago it was trading at 900, and I found that out at Iberian right before I was going to go on stage, and I almost just killed myself right there. <laughs> I went into the back. You know how they have all those hallways back there. I just went into the back because I just needed to take like a second. And just then, screaming. Uh, I, yeah, and then I didn't realize that that door... Oh, yeah, it does. It's a maze back there. Yeah, and then I couldn't find my way out. For, you can get out to the street from back there, though. Yeah, but you have to you have to figure it out. If you've never been back there before, it's not... Sophia's took me back there because she, she was like, come with me, I'll show you the hallway, exit to the street. I said, okay. It was that random. Like something I would say to a girl at a high school party. Hey, come check out this hallway. It was it's Sophia. I mean, what do you expect? You know, she was excited about it. She wanted she just learned about it. She wanted to show someone else. There's really cool twins in there and I got a big wheel. It's a great hallway. <laughs> yeah. I I got locked in there the other day cuz I was like, "Oh god, I got a phone call and I didn't know who it was from and it turned out to be my friend in uh Portland." And I'm trying to chat with him casually and catch up and I'm like, "Hey man, I am also actively locked in a basement right now. So I was like, I really hate it. I don't want to <laughs> cut this short, but uh, I'm trapped. So I was like, I'll call you tomorrow when I'm not locked. So wait, you bought, sorry, I'm going back. You bought Tesla at 178. 178. And I got out at 188. And I made, you know, a nice little 20 bucks. Hundred some dollars a share, yeah. Jesus, and it jumped up to nine hundred. Yeah, nine for a very short while. It was it before was the truck. No, it was after yeah. the truck. The truck is what the truck is what made it. And then the truck because it I went. feel like then the truck came out and people were like, "That's an awful truck." I think the truck's pretty yeah. cool. To be honest. It's a it's a weird. I don't know if I, I like it. Looks it. Like a it almost looks like a DeLorean. It looks like a three year old made yeah. it on that uh, Disney's test track ride. It looks like one of the cars from Demolition yes. Man. Yeah, it's very like '90s video game style. Yeah, like it belongs in Mega Race. I just feel yeah. like they could have. It, <laughs> it just it didn't look like it 
fit. <laughs> like I didn't look like it fit with their their the the rest of their line of vehicles. What like sleek, sexy vehicles, and then something that looks like a fucking Tesseract yeah. cube. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got like who's buying trucks. You know, they got to appeal to, to the Dade City folk. Yeah, the Dades. You gotta put, I got one of them Teslas, but I'll tell you what, this thing drive over corn like nobody's business. I got some truck cubes to put on the back of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that uh, happened to make them round, smooth cars. I like my vehicles jagging. <laughs> I like my I like my balls to look like yeah, dice. They're funny shape, but they glow in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> one of them curvy cars. I want a straight car. Yeah, give me a right angle, not a wrong angle. I like everything straight, even my cars. <laughs> a straight car for a straight man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's intense. That sucks though. I mean, I don't know shit about the stock market. See, you guys should economic people like you. You should fucking invest. You guys, do you invest in that shit, Stevie? No. no, no. I, I, I want gambling or no. The thing is, I want I want a account where I can do short sells, but you can't do short unless you uh, have a special license. Oh, you and have that, to like be in that shit for a minute. I've been too day huh? trading, or are you talking about day trading, or because you can do some trades like within a week? No, no, no. I'm talking about shorting stocks, like basically betting against the market. Oh. Right, right. Like that—that's a specific thing, and like you have to get approved because they're like, "This is super risky. You can lose a lot of money." I'm like, "Or make a shit ton." So, yeah. shorting the market—I I don't know if you guys know—it's it, basically isn't that what they did in that movie? Yeah, it's a lot of the big the housing market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, you just you bet against the market. You borrow against the stock. So basically, you say, "I'm going to buy 10 percent of this stock, and then if it goes under, I'm going to make a shit ton of money." And that's oh, that's so you're playing the do. other side of the field, yes. right? So instead of investing in it, you're investing against it. So basically, you look at things like financial uh, statements from businesses, and you see that it's grossly overstated. And then you say, "I'm going to go ahead and short this because this is destined to go tits up, and I'm going to make a ton of money." You just have to. You don't know when that's going to happen, though. So sometimes you could be sitting on it for a while. There's really good, easy indicators you can see in a lot of businesses. Like when businesses say they want, well, 50%, you know, because you're an economics guy, right? Or is it just normal shit that I don't know because I'm an idiot? I mean, there's just things that shouldn't pass a smell test. Like you look at a lot of businesses and they say that we want 50 percent growth year over year. It's like, well, that's untenable. Give it three years, you're going to bottom out. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, you can't grow from just M&As. You have to grow from innovation. Innovation and M&As are basically coming from the same investment arm of the business. What is M&As? So, hmm. Mergers and acquisitions. So if they buy, so, like, like recently, didn't, like, fucking SunTrust just get bought by Truett or some shit? Yeah. BB&T. And that's it, yeah. yeah. So... As that shit happens, what happens is you're you're losing your ability to increase other parts of your business. So like you can't you can't invest in different real estate. You can't invest in um, research and development and actually growing your product line. All you're doing is buying new firms. Like pharmaceutical companies do it like crazy. Yeah, that's what happened with that guy that fucking that got the 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 epipen. Really? Yeah, yeah, didn't know what he did. He like. He bought up a bunch of like smaller ones or something, and then he's like, "We're gonna now. I own this, and I'm gonna charge." Well, they look for medications for that the uh, patent has run out on, and then they snatch it up. 
But see, the, the problem should be at the scientist level because, like, if you're doing all this research and development and you say, I have this product that's going to do this, and then some giant corporations, like, we'll buy it from you when you're like, but I haven't tested it yet. They're like, we don't give a fuck. Here's $10 billion. I, I mean, well, if that was I me, mean, I'd probably the, be like, yeah, fuck it. The reason it. is <laughs> that a lot money. of the medications that have patents and the patents are running out on those medications, those scientists have been dead for 50 years. You know, you can't go back. The shit was like in, invented like in the 40s or something, yeah. and they're dead now. Yeah. So here's what's funny about the patents with pharmaceuticals <laughs> is it's a very it's a very short timeline. I think it fluctuates. They change it every so often. Um, like they get it longer, they get it sh- like it winds up getting shorter. I think on average, I think it's like 14 years, but that's end to end. So like when you start when you start initializing it, like when you start testing it and developing it and building it that's when the clock starts. So before it's even on market, you have probably gone through three to four years of testing. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. And so you're deeply in the red and now you try to make money on, on your medication. And so you're trying to recoup all the money you lost developing yes. the medication that you couldn't sell anywhere. So if a big pharmaceutical company steps in, you're like, okay, we'll take it. Cause I'm trying to get out of the red. Well, I mean, it's typically a smaller pharmaceutical company is doing this. It's, and here's the fun thing about R&D and development and innovation overall is whenever you do it through a company, which you have to, because you can't exactly make this in your bathtub like it's moonshine, you need to... <laughs> Unless you're Walter White. You need to work for a business, and the business will basically say anything you develop, good or bad, is ours. We own it. You have no right to it. Yeah. Oh, you have no intellectual property, Yeah, as big they call pharma, it, right? they're like record right. labels for drugs. Oh yeah. my god, dude, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, they're now all five heartbeats. Put it in fucking music terms. I understand that. A fucking NWA. Oh, fucking son of a bitch. They're all the five heartbeats, baby. Records. Yeah, dude, the five heartbeats. I just like the exactly. idea Common. of a of a dude who's like, I'm not a meth cook. I'm just a mom and pop Adderall shop. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It rhymed, mom and pop Adderall shop, dude. Like you know, it's legit if it rhymes. It's gonna be the name of Davy's first EP. You know, dude, if it rhymes. That's right, dude. That's like my motto. If it rhymes, it's gotta be yeah. true. <laughs> the Cochrane principle. Yeah, is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though. Your face is my case. Oh got it. Jackie Childs, yeah. <laughs> Who told you to put a bomb on? I did put a bomb on. Who put a bomb on? <laughs> it's outrageous, ludicrous, lucrative. I'm all in. Sorry. <laughs> it is great. That guy. One of the guy no, that wasn't him, never mind. Oh man. So I don't know, man. Like we don't we don't have any plugs. Like this sucks. Like this is it's it's only been a week, dude. I haven't gone out all week and I'm already Yeah, I went to go it. pick up this USB condenser from Steven and get a sandwich from Wawa and it's the most excitement <laughs> that I've had all week. Well I did that open mic in the park uh, that only Isaac Hernandez came to uh, and I was thinking about doing it again but I'm a little sketched out now because a lot more people are getting this so I don't know if that would be a responsible thing to do it again but uh, I wouldn't yeah <laughs> what's the I, thing I mean, people probably had it just a lot more people are testing positive for it now the numbers well, are going to keep coming in the next month or two they're going to no, 
The numbers are going to come in for about two weeks, and then it's going to level off and start to flatten a bit. It, as long as people, and that's when people are going to go out, going oh, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's when they're going to be. Like, yeah, it's that's all the precautionary point. measures are trying to do is to flatten the curve, as they say. Yeah. So there's probably going to be, like, realistically, Davey, this whole thing is going to be about two months at a time. Like, we're going to have two months where, like, we're pushing it back down, getting it down to a sustainable level. And then we go back out and act like fucking morons again. And then it just shoots back up. And then we got to do two more months of this shit. So we're just going to, like, slowly purge the economy, like, try to keep it alive? Well, they're going to be racing to get the vaccine through testing, but that's minimum 14 months. Well, they're working then, on antivirals now. Yeah, but that's not going to stop you from getting it in the first place. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not too worried about like if I do get it, you know, just because you should be. Like, well, I you, mean, you should be because, like, first off, male—that's already a problem. You already knew that. Um, yeah. You know, you're a dude, <laughs> so right? white male, and you know, diseases are all about the white man. Yeah, we're we're a disease ourselves though. That's why I think it's okay because I'm, I'm a, I'm a virus apparently. So the, now, there was a died, we would be doing the country a service. Exactly. Yeah. There was a uh, there was a thing I saw that said the if your BMI is over forty, then you're also oh, very I'm high sorry. risk. Well, that's yeah. I'm definitely over forty. I, I didn't. Yeah. I don't even so know how those like numbers work, and I know I'm I <laughs> I know I'm over. What about under four? Huh? You're so on. You think your BMI four? is under four? I have no idea how it works. I'm just a small dude. It's your, yeah, you're fine. You're not over. You're probably at like ten. What probably maybe. No, it's not a percentage. <laughs> All right, it's <laughs> it's probably you probably at like eight. Yeah, you're probably at eighteen to twenty, Sean. I would guess. All right, I have so, no idea what any of it's means. their relationship. It was, that was it's supposed the amount, to be a joke, but it went it's the amount of, Your yeah. height, your weight, yeah. Body mass index, right? Yep. Yeah, I definitely am not. I'm not supposed to be this big. <laughs> <laughs> I just had. It just dawned on me, guys. I realize. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah, supposed I know. to be this big. You are. You yeah. are just as beautiful as God made you, you David Wayne. Yeah. You were smart. You were important. <laughs> you were important. I love that movie. No. What I just mean is that I have never, I haven't gotten the flu in a while, and I know that doesn't mean shit. But it's just like, even when I do get sick, I don't get that sick. So, but I know this is a whole new animal, so I, I don't want to get it. I'm just saying that. I don't know. I feel like. I go back and forth. Some days I feel like I'm going to get it and die, and other days I'm like, this shit can't touch me. I don't know. I, I kind of welcome death, so fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a weird way to end it. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, you going to die, bitch? No. <laughs> We're all dead. Sean, do you have anything that you want to add? Uh no, I have one date that has not been canceled yet if we're getting into plugs. Yeah, I'll plug something really far out. Yeah. No, you I'll go. go. All right. Uh, yeah, I got uh, Birds in Tallahassee, Florida, May 3rd. Uh, I'm going to be bringing my opener, Farzan Marathi. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fuck Zone. 
Yeah, fuck zone. If you uh, if you're in Tallahassee, <laughs> you go to FSU. You want to get fucked? Come uh, meet my opener, Farza Marathi, and then just uh, follow me on Instagram at <clears throat> Comedy. Yeah. Um, I I got right. uh, coming up. If it happens, uh, April fourth, I'm at Java Cava. Um, if that happens, and then April 9th, I'm in Panama City at Dolce and Gelato. And then uh, the 11th, I'm doing something with Alex Soto. He changes dates. Like, he's so high all the time. The, the 9th is oh, my birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Ooh. Come up to Panama City and have some gelato. All right. I'm good. <laughs> you don't want that country gelato? Um, <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right, what do you boys have? Anything coming out? I got nothing coming up. Pokies eventually, hopefully. Wednesdays. Other than that, uh, yeah. Um, again, assuming we're not all dead by now or whatever, um, April 23rd through 26th, I'll be hosting at Side Splitters for Monroe Martin. For who? And then the 27th. Monroe oh, Martins. Nice. And then the 27th, I'm supposed to be featuring at Clear Sky with Dan Gerlach and Rick Stepinski. Nice. That's a fun round. Nice, I, almost, nice. I almost threw up on that stage. That's how you know it's fun. Yeah. it's fun. I know I was, I was sick at the time. Um, it would have been really fun if you did. Yeah, uh, beware of the light. They use one of those lights that's like several different colors of lights blended together to make an allegedly white light. Um, yeah, the, the Willy is, Wonka Nightmare yes, Tunnel. Yes, and that is, that is 100% right. what it felt like when I was up there, and it's like right in your face. And I was like, I'm going to throw up. Faster and faster. And it's, it's, you know, and, <laughs> I got to piss, boys. Other, other than that light, I got to head out. So. All right, everybody. Sorry. You know, the end of, no, y'all go ahead. I just got to piss and uh, 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 our, uh, email us how to die alone podcast at Gmail and then whatever Matt was saying. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>